Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to Starting a Record Label. This is a podcast that, uh, obviously, within the title, is about starting a record label. We talk with industry professionals, and we talk with, uh, right now, this week, with bands. We're actually looking for bands to sign. Uh, I plan on signing one band the first year and uh, see where it goes from there. By the way, if you're interested in submitting your band, head on over to nottodayrobot.com and submit. But this week, we're talking with the band The Middle Room. Uh, They hail from uh, Pittsburgh, PA. We got Mikey, Joshua, and Tyler on. Uh, They get to talk about being a new band starting up this year, which I'm sure was problematic. Uh, Recording their EP, Never Satisfied, in this mess as well. This is kind of like an introduction of uh, the bands, kind of just seeing uh, who's interested and who's not. And uh, it's kind of a little bit like speed dating, you know? So uh, if you uh, like the podcast, please subscribe to it. Uh, We also have a video version of it on YouTube. But without further ado, The Middle Room. We play pop punk, but we try to keep like a lot of our influences from back in the day. Oh, yeah. But we kind of use like the more modern structure of the song. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I've noticed. I don't know. I just think it's like we just can't help but write like that. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, you guys definitely write like that. Yeah. Consistently, I don't know how to write the super new stuff like that. <laughs> the super new stuff. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. I know exactly what he means. Like, there's like a really modern pop punk sounds like distinguished, and I just can't write them. Yeah, well, you know, I'm 38, so I've been around the block a little bit with pop punk, and, and uh, I feel like the newer pop punk is more kind of emo driven. So, like, uh, you guys, I feel like is a little bit more. Uh, early 2000s pop punk maybe maybe a little bit pushing into like the easy core like riffs and stuff so not breakdowns or anything i don't think but (laughs) at least from what i've heard yeah and we all like metal a lot too Hmm. so cool and you guys are called uh the middle room right where did that come from take it away tyler (laughs) (laughs) uh it was just a room that i grew up in in the middle it was in the middle of the house yeah Everybody in the house called it the middle room because it wasn't my bedroom. It was it was at my grandparents' house, so I didn't have a bedroom there. It was just like the room in the house that everybody called the middle room that I just put all my shit in and called mine. And, uh, <laughs> Staked claim. And then I drive past that house every day going to work now, mm-hmm. like 20 years later. And I just like thought of it one day when I was driving by. I was like, if I'm ever in a band again, I'm gonna call it that. <laughs> And we just said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that strongly about it. Fine. Yeah. That's how it was. That's what it was. When did you guys start? Uh, Tricky question. That is, it goes in a timeline of things. <laughs> um, my uh, old band broke up. Uh, we were called Drop the Act. And I was like, whatever, guys, you're quitting. I'm going to start a new band. So I started a new band. I hit up our singer, Johnny, and uh, my cousin, Damien, who was originally in the, in the mix up. And, um, we started and then he got Tyler to join. And then over a period of time, uh, Mikey joined, I would say about three months later, maybe four, probably three months. Yeah. And then like the end of the summer, probably my cousin Damien left. And then that's when we officially started was, I would say over in August, Mm -hmm. September this year or last year, last year, last year, year. like summertime last year. Cause they had like a full band that I wasn't in and I didn't even know about it. Mm. And, and they were your friends. These two are singer and like three other guys and they were on the band, all cool guys and everything. But they ended up hitting me up just to come jam. 
and I came and jammed and it just worked out to where it was just us four and that's when the band, like, I guess, actually started. That's when I considered it actually starting, but it formed kind of in May. Like that that's how it formed. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually not too long ago, man. I mean, I I feel like most bands that started last year really never got off the ground because of this whole yeah. season, you know. And you guys just released that uh, that EP. Was that in January that you guys released that, or when was that, or was that re- recent? Well, we released. Like we've been releasing singles throughout the year. Like we released two, was it two singles in January? I think we released Run and Better Than Here. Was that in January or February? That was in January. Whatever. <laughs> January. <laughs> then within the first three months last, within the first three months of this year, we had three singles out. Yeah. And then in August we had another single, and we just lumped all those together onto a little EP. Even though it's not an EP, it's just four singles. You know what I mean? Just do it out. So, so we consider what we just dropped like a couple weeks ago the debut ep you know like the real thing mm. other stuff was just dipping our telling and like all, all of that the prior stuff that was getting recorded like this time last year yeah so we started pretty much just a couple months after he joined and that's when we started recording yeah for that. and then for the ep that we just put out a couple weeks ago we did all of that in june in june it was in june yeah Dang, so that's almost that's almost kind of like the height of the the mess when everyone was kind of yeah, super locked yeah, yeah, it was it was the height of the mess. But Luke so found the that at? to come up. We, uh, we John's, John's house. house. Yeah, John's house. Nice. <laughs> yeah, our producer, we kept the same. Our friend Luke, uh, we kept the same guy to do both things. Mm-hmm. But he ended up moving right right after we did the first round of recording for the first EP that we did, mm. and so. It kind of it made it rough uh, with COVID because now not only does he have to fly up here to ever do anything, now there's COVID, mm-hmm. and we had to delay it like by two months at one point. And, but it had to get done, and Luke wanted to come anyway. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to come to up and anyway. like see some of his old friends up here too. So we were just like, if Crash you're us. if you're cool with it, just come up and stay with us, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. But like looking back on that part to where it's at right now right now it's way worse than it was oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. tracking that at least in our area yeah my I'm, my family's from uh the midwest like outside chicago and so uh yeah they it, they guess it's hitting everything in the midwest hard i feel like it kind of hit the edges first and then you know as it came towards the middle everyone's kind of after summer now everyone's kind of getting attacked by it yeah yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad around here. It's not as bad as it is a lot of other places, but I'm getting quite a few close calls with clients. Yeah, yeah. he's had close calls. Our singers had close calls, so we we're just masked up, just trying to do the thing. My work's starting to get hit hard. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, we've had a few of my work. So, and my wife had a couple uh, at her work, but she we actually already had it. I told these guys earlier, like me and my wife actually already right, had it. Really. When, oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, and uh, actually, my family, my my parents, her parents, everybody already, <laughs> everybody already kind of had it. It like went like, but we didn't even know we had it, and then everybody had it, and everybody in my mouth thinks that we all have it. January. I thought that too. 
And here's funny. I like I went to Nam and uh, I was in the basement. And the basement of Nam is always like knockoffs fill or like the small people that are making stuff in like the garage, which is always really cool. But yeah. uh, it's also uh, knockoff stuff from overseas. And there's like what four different places from Wuhan. <laughs> was down oh, there no. and i got sick when i got back and i was like it was the worst sickness i've had in a while and i was like oh what's wrong with me and then when all that stuff came oh i must have already had it no <laughs> i didn't already have it no. so but yeah it was over it was it sucked and it was whatever i'm glad you're okay and your family as well yeah, yeah. everybody turned out okay so so uh what do you guys kind of have planned for the future i mean what, what are you kind of looking at i see you do some a couple of videos uh i think a an ap pick one of them up yeah yeah so we pretty much make all those videos ourselves. We edit them ourselves. So it's pretty much like sky's the limit. We're just going to keep pumping them out until we record more music. Really, that's that's the big plan. Uh, we're going to film one right after this. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really like the, because I think I saw it mm, a few months ago, the the funny like cowboy one or whatever. <laughs> the, the, the country <laughs> yeah. one. That was freaking hilarious. I remember seeing that. <laughs> It was my first time trying chew, and I threw up. Oh gosh, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun time though. I actually, since that song was a cover, and like in the video, she's like naked on that horse. We wanted John to be naked on the tractor that this guy had his and his. It is. It would have happened for sure. It would have happened. It would have, but the guy who was filming his barn uh, was actually a buddy of mine from work. And like where we work, it's like super manly and like it's a steel mill, you know? Mm. So, (laughs) you know, you can't really be having naked dudes on on your tractor (laughs) 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 and let that slide at work. You know, even when that beer, I'd probably agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two cases. Two cases. We gave him two cases of beer. We probably yeah. should have given him more. Yeah. Just to try and <laughs> But we just wanted to showed up there one day and just film that whole thing real quick. Yeah. Oh went to KFC right after. We sure did. <laughs> really nice of him to let us do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That barn was really nice. Oh yeah. It's like exactly That's actually really cool that they could do that actually in a place, you know like where you're at as opposed to like Los Angeles or any like, Just like, in like yeah, imagine if you go into Pittsburgh or whatever, you probably have a problem with it, but you know, filming is probably easier where you're at to where you're like, you can actually probably go downtown and people might like, if you're hanging around with giant cameras, people might get annoyed after a while, but if you yeah. go to any major city, they're going to be coming out like, where's your permit? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I never really even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's something like, I guess where we live, you don't have to think about it. <laughs> you don't have to think about that. Yeah, we live just far enough away from the actual city mm-hmm. that we don't really get a lot of the city problems. Yeah. yeah. And even if we went into Pittsburgh, like there's probably only certain places where they would yell at you if you were if you had yeah. a camera out yeah. doing mm-hmm. something. Yeah. If you're not blocking traffic or you know Yeah, because we've done it before. Like we've gone down and yeah, shot like B roll stuff. Like, Mm-hmm. Not, not of us just the script doing dumb shit in Pittsburgh, like in the city. And, yeah, you can even you can get away with a lot of stuff here in LA if it's not any bigger than a DSLR. Like yeah. once you yeah. start getting like once you start getting the box, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. the red cameras and things, then they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, give me money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's all we have though. It's just a normal, like a mm-hmm. Canon M50 is what it is. And it's what we use for everything. It's all you need, man. Yeah, that's honestly. Heck, I mean, you could actually use most like most of your cell phones nowadays are looking good enough to where it's 
not a big deal. Yeah, which is surprising mm. for me at least. Yeah, maybe we should try that next. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no need. We have the camera. Yeah, you got the camera already. So, what uh, do you guys do uh, for for uh, jobs? Uh, we both work in mills. Yeah, uh, steel mill. You're in Pittsburgh. You're- I'm a social worker, and uh, I work with the kids with disabilities and adults oh, with oh, mental oh, illness. Oh, <laughs> yeah, John has a really cool job. He loves to talk about it. It's like his, he probably likes his job more than he likes the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's not here to talk about it. So, so. He's a writer. Oh, like, yeah, he, just writes, like, he writes for like a bunch of blogs and journals and stuff like that. I was gonna say, so he's like a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, yeah. yeah. Kind of. He does. And he, he like, I guess he interviews people now. Yeah. He feels yeah. really, he's real happy about that. He's really happy about that. He's real happy about I mean, it's he cool. to see like Benedict Cumberbatch on his next movie or something. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's pretty normal stuff. Around here, anyway. Every like, now and then. If you don't do something like John does. If you don't do something like John or he, he does, you work in a mill around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, all mills. That's what no, you. No, I know, I know. My my, my family's uh, all pipe fitters, like from Gary. Like they work at Gary, Indiana oh. uh, Steel Mills. So like they, they all wanted me to do that too. I'm like no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I. I I'm too clumsy. It. Like my brother's already told me about like three or four close calls where he almost like died. Oh, <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm so clumsy, dude. I'm like, no, I would, I would be like the first of the Darwin Awards there. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time where I work. Just people drop giant stuff up and just horrible things happening everywhere. But we just keep mm-hmm. going, like the, nothing happened. The most just pretend yeah. it didn't happen. <laughs> the most I figure and move forward, you know. Seriously. My friend's actually my friend's father actually lost. He's an iron worker in the steel mills and he lost like two digits or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like a crazy funny dude. So he like he got these fake fingers that look so real, and they have like a ring on it. And he'd always be like, "Hey kids, pull my finger!" And they'd pull a finger, and it'd come off. And they'd be like, "Ah!" <laughs> like, my dad, he lost a finger when when he was working in the mill, and I didn't know it because I was like four or five years old, and still thinking monsters existed. He's like, "We're gonna go hunt for monsters." So we were walking around with a, like a, a can of Febreze because I can't read, and he goes into the closet, puts his hand in there, falls to the ground, pulls out his hand. And he shows his missing finger. He's like, it took my finger. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, just keep spraying him with Febreze. Don't oh, know. Lots of monster spray. <laughs> That's why Josh is the way he is. There's so many. The worst I have to worry about for work is just getting drop kicked by children. That can <laughs> be very dangerous. I've had some times where, you know, kids have, you know, toddlers come running around, just knock you, you know, where you shouldn't be and just oh. go to the ground, you know? Yeah. Yep. There's just that, just that perfect yeah. height, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Oh, during the perfect, no, they do it on purpose, man. Oh, they definitely do it on purpose. My nephew is <laughs> my brother. Yeah. Oh, it makes you so mad too, but I'm like, it's a kid. I'm not. <laughs> 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 nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Can't do nothing. So how so were you guys playing quite a few shows at the beginning of the year at least or, or last no, year? No. <laughs> no? Uh, we we played one show over in Pittsburgh at uh, the Thunderbirds uh, Cafe mm-hmm. and beautiful venue. We were playing with uh, we were playing with Sleep on It and uh, Between You nice. and Me and Barrings and Barrings and they were all great. Yeah, yeah. It was an awesome show. It was awesome for our first show too. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really get a first show like that. No, no. Usually to work up to 
The last we, band we, I had we, on was out of time and they said they were like in the middle of a tour, I think, uh, a couple states away when it hit and they were all closing everything down. They're like, oh, we got to get home. <laughs> At least we didn't get hit in the middle of a tour. Yeah. I'd be yeah. so sad. That would suck. Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to record like those songs we recorded in June. We were supposed to record them in March, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen. It was like when, I, when that quarantine hit, it hit hard. Mm. We were still thinking about it. We were like, ah, maybe you should come up. Maybe it just didn't happen. We waited like three months. So hardest, oh, the hardest three the months. months. <laughs> the hardest three months of my life, bro. Oh, that was awful because we were so excited. Mm. You know, I was stoked. We spent an entire week doing it. He came up for I think eight days. Eight days. Every single day, we did a different song, and it was just fun. We took work off. It was. We were so excited to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, we had to wait. Yeah. But we actually wrote a lot in that time. Like, we changed the songs a lot in that time. So I was yeah. going to say, like, that time probably actually helped you prepare a little bit more. Uh, right? it, it, really it honestly changed the, the direction of the EPS. Yeah, it, changed it sounds it. really, really well done. So Thanks. Thank you. It was all done in John's house. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I, we set the drums up in the living room, and he... We had the microphone set up in the corner with like curtains <laughs> over <laughs> no, yeah. I, like the last uh last couple things I've done have been like at people's practice spots and whatnot. So yeah. I mean we're gonna do that again too. We're, we're at our gonna, practice spot right now. We're just gonna do it here and we're gonna do it better. Yeah. We're gonna do it better. Yeah. Much better. I mean, yeah, there's really nowhere to go but up. Yeah, we're gonna do that in a month. Cool, cool. And not even like two weeks. I was gonna say like two weeks. So like I am trying, I'm I'm planning on starting this record label, and I want to sign like one band in the first year. I don't want to do any more than that, um, because I want to be able to kind of like get some money rolling to maybe you know if I was going to have maybe five bands total or something on the on the label at some point in time. I definitely want to have all of uh, the power that I can push behind the bands behind them, and not just be there's too many labels out there that you got like. 20 bands on it and like where's the money going what, you know, what are you going to do and yeah. uh, my whole focus I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcasts or not is more based on like not touring but doing uh, a lot more content online and I think yeah. my view my view is that the music industry has kind of completely changed and like rappers and pop Everybody kind of understands that with exception of like rock music, which is near and dear to my heart. And so like rock musicians for a very, very long time, were just like not really wanting to get into any kind of content. Um, I don't know if they what they saw being beneath them or didn't like it or just felt uncomfortable or what it is. But COVID's kind of helped push people more and more and more into that. So my whole plan is to sign a band, give them the equipment that they need if they need it, like you guys seem to have some, some equipment already um, to do videos and demo recordings and everything else, help them produce mix master press, even t-shirts, merch, things like that. And kind of help package them up 
as like a digital marketing aspect and just kind of help push them out that way as opposed to tour around, try to, you know, try to get attention over here and there. I, I think more and more focus should definitely be put on uh, marketing. How do you guys feel about that? I agree with you. He probably doesn't. <laughs> the only reason I would say I disagree is because I want a tour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we want a tour, but like... Yeah. But I you're agree. totally no, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I just yeah. personally, as a human, I want to live in a shitty van for a month with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Same. You know, the thing about the content is, it's not like we're against it. We've been making content yeah, yeah. over and over. It's so much. We honestly just need fucking help. Like, I, I just don't, don't think we're, yeah. like a lot, of, especially with a lot of rock bands and people. Like we're not naturals, and a lot of us are like we're weird. And like, I mean. Yeah. It's, those content creators are weird too, but we're weird in a bad way. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Everything <laughs> that I've seen is not is not true like that. Like I don't know <laughs> how old you guys are, but at the turn of you know two thousands here, Blink One Eighty Two did a really really good job of having a lot of video content on their webpage. Yeah. They pretty much you know, ran around with the camera doing hilarious, yeah. stupid stuff like the crap we talked about. Like he was naked. He wanted to put him naked on the freaking tractor and have him drive around or whatever. And I mean, they've been, they were doing that stuff before it was even, yeah, you know, popular or before it could get out to as many people as you can get out to these days. So yeah. not saying that I want everybody to be naked in videos all the time, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. yeah, we tried. Yeah. I definitely want to be at, at some point in time to be putting out at least a video a week. That's like well-produced and well-made. And then on top of it, have a lot of other smaller aspects, like maybe, you know, doing live streams uh, for, you know, here's the new song this week. We're going to do one song this month. You guys help help us choose which one. What do you think about this song? Uh, and on top of it, you could do gaming too. Any, there's a there's a million billion different things you could do. But well, I definitely game. want your yeah. gamers. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about streaming Demon Souls as soon as we get a five. Nice. I suck at games, like I and I have like a really really nice computer for games, and the only thing I ever do is like CS:GO. So <laughs> that's it. But um, we're not good at like Call of Duty or shooting games, but we're no, really good. Like, I actually just play with the bots. I'm afraid to go out with all the other people. I've been out a couple times and just get murdered. Like no, no, stay yeah. here. <laughs> that's something you just have to play all day, every day, do nothing else to be the best. Yeah. And that's actually, I kind of stopped doing video games because uh, I, when I was younger, I was like a, into NES because I'm 38. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, then get into Super Nintendo and I get into like Final Fantasy and things like that to where it's Love just, it. it sucks your life, dude. It just sucks your life. Yeah. You know? But and so, that's what we like. I'm a big old school gamer like that too. And I know he was. I love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, Zelda, Mario, Sonic. I'm a big Sonic guy, Mega Man. Mm -hmm. I just, I like all those old games the best. Personally. And what's great though is like you can take that nowadays and you can like package it and it's not a waste of time. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you have you know a band like I think Out of Time last time we were talking about the streams and I jumped on one of their streams and they were just playing I think Battlefront or something and you know I just yeah. talked to them about nerd stuff. We talked about new Star Wars stuff that was coming out and just yeah. you know, a lot of stuff like that. Star so, Wars too. Mm -hmm. Very very cool. Well, um, I mean. You heard everything I have to say. Do you guys have any questions for me? Sure. What's up with your hat? <laughs> Robin? Is it Robin? It's Robin. Robin. Is it Robin? And it's Robin. 
I guess I'm not a comic book guy. See, I'm, okay. I'm, more of a, I'm more of a Marvel guy myself. Uh, well, I mean, I, I like also that. am, but you know, I'm I'm just an all around nerd. I mean, I got so many. Things. I got you know, X Men, Wolverine hat, uh, Iron, Iron Fist. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. <laughs> Iron Fist. Yeah, that's one of my faves. <laughs> but, yeah, I used to watch. Uh, does he come from like a um, a Spider Man show? Was he in a Spider Man show? Do you know? I don't think he ever had a crossover. Maybe in like I think in the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes show, the cartoon they yeah. had him. But I don't think he was in the older Spider-Man show. He was in show. one of the shows when he was like a kid. And I used to watch that. Mm. How, well, I mean, how old are you? 28. 28? Oh, he was a kid. I wasn't a kid. I oh, watched okay. it where Iron Fist was like a teenager. And oh, like, okay. I didn't see that one. Teenagers. I don't know. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm not entirely certain. I think, it was on, I, think, I think it was on Kids WB. I don't know what it was. But it was, it was, like, him and like, it was like a Teen Titans kind of deal. But it was Iron Fist was one of them. I, uh, I think that's one of the well, I, I say the newer Spider-Man show, but it was probably it just came out probably about eight years ago or something. Yeah, and maybe. They had like him, and they had uh, Luke Cage on it, Power Man, and uh, Power Man. Yeah, that yeah. sounds familiar. And like White Tiger's on there too. I don't know. I think that's what I'm talking about. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even remember watching that, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I actually missed Teen Titans because I was in college at the time, and I didn't. You know, I love watching cartoons. I'll watch them today. My kids love watch them with me. So I watch cartoons every day. I was big <laughs> on Teen Titans. Big. I was all in. I, I was got like, a little bit happier with sometimes with the uh, animated movies than I am with the regular ones, especially if it's the Warner Brothers. Same. Oh my god. They keep pushing the Snyder cut, and I'm like, why? Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but why? Yeah get into those um those animated movies like superhero stuff see i'm, I'm never tried i'm more of an anime type of guy mm-hmm. but we, they know <laughs> well, we oh, they'll know. know they'll know yeah, especially uh, when we stay here for a few days <laughs> dark avengers apocalypse war is a really good one if you haven't seen any yet i have not but i will go check that it out and under the red hood that was a really good batman one but yeah cool um that's pretty yeah. much the question I had. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, the the kind of point of the the podcast that I'm doing right now is just kind of getting to know some bands, letting them know, like you know, a lot of them will drop like the emails, like you guys dropped one of your emails, and then it's like, oh sweet, and I'll give them a heads up and just talk with them through, you know, what I want to do and see if they're interested in that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that sounds interesting to me. I'd want to hear more about it. Mm-hmm. Sure, talk details. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in that. It sounds guys, like something we want. I mean, we can't tour right now anyway. Yeah, it sounds like mm-hmm. stuff like stuff that we're already working toward. We're already doing, doing it anyway. Yeah, we're already doing it. That's cool. Just, we do have to do it more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to do it more. Well, which more. we need to do anyway. Yeah. We we have conversations about this like at least every other day. Every other day yeah. at least. It's normally every day. Like, what are we gonna do next? What are, how are we gonna what are we gonna do? Are we gonna make a TikTok? Are we gonna do this? Are we gonna mm. make a video? What's the next video? It's really yeah, just sitting down and being like, All right, you know, every every Monday or something you guys sit down and say, Okay, what's who's got video ideas and you just go through them and you know, yeah. throw some funny, stupid crap down and then and on top of it then you can have some serious stuff or you know, you could yeah. you know, here's our here's a song thing, here's a TikTok thing, here's a this or that thing. And uh, yeah, just plan it out. That's really all it is, is just planning it out, doing some storyboards for it, and you just get rolling. Yeah, it's just we have to, 
kind of get in the groove of doing that because like when we film our videos it's pretty much hey wear a cowboy hat and let's bring the camera and that was it you know let's play the song a couple times wear cowboy hats and that was it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and so, so like music videos are great but uh if you're gonna get any kind of like repeat watching of, of people it's gonna be something that's gonna be more uh have a story a little bit of a story behind it yeah. like just um whether it's you know you've been doing some silly thing or even the behind the scenes of that whatever that video was i mean it's just as much content as you can do and there's many ways to split it all up you know you can take one thing where you did and just split it up into 10 different pieces of content so yeah still learning all that yeah yeah we're very, just very uh, cool. wanted to make music and now we made this music and we're learning oh it, you're not done you know, you're far from it. That's about like one tenth of what you had to do. Now you have to be like this con- content creator and teacher mm-hmm. salesman, and there's it, it, all this stuff you have to do that's not just writing cool music. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't really have a website either, right? We're working on it. <laughs> We're definitely. It's like it's in that's in the every other day conversation. That that's is a very very big part of digital marketing, and yeah. uh, to be able to have a website to send people back to, to have them, uh, what, I don't know if you know anything about digital marketing and, and Facebook pixels and whatnot, but you can basically get back to most of the people that come to your page. So right. like, yeah, we're you working can send on them that. information. Um, basically you guys are on the, the mailing list now for my podcast. So I'm going to send you an email like freaking every week. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's, it's just the way of the world. And I think once it's, it's really funny too. Cause like I'll listen to some people talk, like uh, I was listening last week to Indiepreneur, I think it was, and they were talking about Bruno Mars, giant person. I'm and I'm on a list for like Michael Bublé and a couple other people. Like I'll I'll see how they're doing, and they and their digital marketing is effing awful. Like they'll send you something. The Mike the uh, Bruno Mars stuff had like, hey, click on this link and you can you know get twenty percent off my store or whatever. And it was almost kind of like a a Black Friday thing, but they didn't say it. And when you clicked on a link, it was a broken link. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could, and then the, the lady, the girl that was on the, the podcast was like, well, maybe if I take the coupon code that's in the email and go to the website and try to use it, maybe it'll show up and there's just somebody's messing up an email. No, you go to the, you can't use the coupon code. So, I mean, it's just failure upon failure upon failure. And that's a major artist. Yeah. If you can get a lower level artist on that and you get your 10,000 fans, you guys are going to be able to survive. And actually thrive like in the music industry. So, uh, just no bands are, are really, really doing that very well. I think it's hard for us because we don't know how to do that stuff. So we're like yeah. trying to pay people to do that and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like we're working on it. It's just you know how, how much of a one man thing can you be? Like you have to know how to make videos. You have to uh, make music, yeah. music. You know, market, make websites. You know. Yeah, and that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit of where I'm kind of coming in saying like, hey, I know how to do a lot of these things, uh, at least at least a way better than most bands can do them. <laughs> so like, like one of my aspects is like, I'm a, I'm a producer, mixer, engineer, whatever. If you guys are interested in that, I can hold totally work with that all day long. I've mm-hmm. been that for like 20 years, but this digital mass, digital uh, marketing and everything else I've just been getting into for the last like five or six. So it's a definitely a new new world, a new realm, and I'm I'm really excited to find to get a band that like you know to to start running January first. I think. 
Wow. So, yeah, awesome. Well, I mean, I'd love to talk to you guys again sometime, but uh, and have uh, maybe have Johnny on. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. this is this is what we do because we literally we just go every single time he does something, we just go. John, that's all you can do. You can't change it. Um, that should be like one of the videos, just like you know, this one's like that. Oh, John's videos. I'm actually surprised that he didn't show up at all. Same, because listen, John, John is off when it comes to answering anybody or putting in any effort ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, we released the EP, and I think it like it sparked him up a little bit because ever did. since then. He's been very more um, talkative yeah. and involved in things. And I'm like, dude, this is great. John's actually going to get on this thing because he's like, yeah, he's kind of like the band leader. Is that John or is that one of you guys? Uh, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. John, he's the lowest on the total. John is absolutely low. He is the lowest. He's definitely the lowest. He's lower than like people that aren't in the band have more say. My dog John. has more <laughs> But we love him. We, yeah, we really do. And we can't kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> his voice. It's his, it's his saving grace because like, you know. It's his only. And he's a real good friend. Well, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> he doesn't show up not very good friend yeah, show up. well I got three I four we're good yeah, yeah. so if he doesn't show up next time either really yeah, I mean he's that low like, he he'll show up next time we'll enforce him we'll go pick him up or something he probably doesn't have half the time you just have to go to his house and like you literally find him and you're like what are you doing like, and he'll be like oh I didn't know and you know, <laughs> <laughs> It is I had a friend like that. And I didn't think he really wanted to be in the band, and it, I don't think he did. Uh, my friend Chris Wallace, like he had, he he just would like play with anybody. So I was like, hey, be in this punk band with me, and uh, you know he did. But you know, whenever he had a show, or whenever like we had a practice or whatever, he I'd have to go over to his house and be like, hey, where you at? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> be like, yeah. oh, I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's he, he ended up being the. You ever heard of the White Tie Fair? Yes, uh, he's the lead singer. Uh, there. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, so like, it's just kind of funny. Cool. Like, he's in my crappy punk band. I don't hear many bands. <laughs> <laughs> but well, thanks guys for for coming on. Uh, let let everybody know where uh, they can uh, hear your stuff. <laughs> oh, um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, <laughs> Amazon Music, Amazon Music, Apple, Apple Music, Music, YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, kind of Twitter. Yep. If you call me, if you call me on my phone, I'll play you a song. <laughs> Literally anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much anywhere. Great. Anyway, anywhere you look, search the middle room. You can probably search it on Google at this point. Yeah, what's yeah. the is the PGH afterwards? Is that Pittsburgh? Is that how you abbreviate uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. that's for Instagram and Facebook. Okay, the so middle like the middle room PGH, right? Because yes. okay. yep. I clicked on some links earlier and it was like not, it was like broken. <laughs> like, oh, where's, where are these guys at? <laughs> well, we did change our Instagram and Facebook links like three times. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think. 
Well, you guys have yourself a good night. Practice well and uh, stay well as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch with you. No problem. Later, guys.